Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your encore strategist and transformation catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today, I have the pleasure of spending some time with you to talk more about the true meaning and the intent to behind Lift As You Climb. To set the stage, if you want to go back to the origins of this podcast in 2021, in episode 11, I told the story of how Lift As You Climb came to be a mantra for me, a guiding principle in my life. And I won't go into all of those details now, but it's worth a listen because it sets the stage. It explains why this is so important to me in my life and why I believe that it is so important for everyone to understand Lift As You Climb and practice it as much as they can. This morning, the thoughts on my walk were about what do people think of lift as you climb and what does it mean for them? And I know that for some, they think of this as some philanthropic organization. You could only really be a part of it or make a significant impact if you're people like Bill and Melinda Gates, and you have a lot of money, and you have a foundation, and you have the resources behind you to really impact people's lives. And then, as it would happen, a situation that took place this morning on my walk about 6.30 really brought it home for me about Lift As You Climb and how it can be part of all of our lives. I was walking along, listening to a podcast, thinking about what I wanted to talk about next, and I was about to make a left-hand turn onto a side street off of my main route, when just before I stepped off of the sidewalk, a car coming towards me made a very abrupt right-hand turn onto that street at a fairly high speed, came to a quick stop about a hundred feet in, and I saw the driver's door fling open, and I saw a head bob down as I continued to walk approaching the car. And I'll be honest, I was a little annoyed because I thought, wow, that was very reckless driving and very rude, almost cut me off as a pedestrian. I heard the very distinctive and disturbing sounds of someone being sick, someone vomiting vomiting with great <laughs> intention and discomfort. I was at first like, and I continued to walk. I was going to pass the vehicle. And then I thought, no, I can't do that. What if there's something really wrong with this person? Shame on me for not showing some compassion. So I backtracked a few steps and I came up alongside the car 
I see that it's a young woman, probably in her 20s or 30s, hanging out of the driver's seat, holding onto the steering wheel, throwing her heart out and her guts onto the street. She was coughing and sputtering, and it was obviously very, very distressing for her. And I was concerned because the first thing that actually came through my mind is that nausea, vomiting is one of the symptoms for female heart attack. And I thought, oh my God, maybe this young woman's having a heart attack. When she settled a bit and could breathe, I asked her if she was all right, if she needed me to call 911. She took a breath and straightened up and said, no, it's okay. No, you don't have to call the ambulance. And I said, what's wrong? What can I do to help you? <laughs> she flushed face, cheeks, a little embarrassed, looked at me and said, I'm a little bit pregnant and I don't feel good. She went on to explain that she was suffering from a bout of morning sickness. And it was all she could do to pull her car over to the side of the road before she lost it. I stood there and chatted with her for a while. And of course, she was embarrassed and uncomfortable, but I assured her I'd already had given birth to two babies myself. And in those pregnancies, there were lots of times that I did things that I thought were embarrassing, not for public display, and it was fine. I just wanted to stay with her until I was sure she was okay. I had some mints in my walking purse, and I offered those, and we chatted for a few minutes, and she told me a little bit about herself. Then when I felt that she was settled and all right to move on on her way, I bid her farewell and said, it's okay. I know that this is very unpleasant right now for you. But hang in there, kid, because I promise you the prize at the end of this will be worth it. She laughed, and I was so happy that I could restore a smile to her face and some hopefulness for this next few months' journey through maternity. With that, she put her seatbelt back on and proceeded on her way, and I proceeded to finish my walk. But as I was walking, I was thinking about, wow, I know that was the right thing to do. I know that I did the right thing as a human being, and I lifted her spirits. And it cost me absolutely nothing but a few moments of my time and to be present with her and let her know that she wasn't alone in this scary and embarrassing moment. And that got me to thinking that Lift as you climb, being a philanthropist, doing something of impact to lift others up and make their life a little better, isn't just about having money or giving somebody stuff. It's about caring, having compassion as a human being, and stopping and recognizing the amazing exponential power that we do have, the gifts that we have, that we carry around with ourselves all the time. If we spread those out, if we spread that currency of compassion and pay more attention to our fellow citizens on this planet, we do, as they say, lift all the boats. So I started to think about, so what are the other ways that if you don't feel like you want to, 
or it's not the only thing that you can do to make a donation or to volunteer or in an organization, whatever that may be, what are some other small gestures, simple acts of kindness that can impact someone else around you in your life experience? And certainly the one that I think is the easiest for all of us is simply to notice other people and to smile at them sincerely with your eyes. Even if you've got a mask on under the circumstances, you can smile with your eyes and make them know, I see you and you matter. Making eye contact is part of that. Really making eye contact with someone and recognizing them as a human being with feelings and needs and value. Saying good morning with enthusiasm. Now, I'm a pretty outgoing person, and so it is my raison d'etre to make other people a little happier every day. So I do wave and I do smile. But for a while, I did catch myself just saying morning until I realized I could do better. I could say, good morning, great morning, wonderful morning, fabulous morning, like I really meant it, with enthusiasm. I wave to the people on the other side of the street. Now, of course, when I'm walking in the same neighborhood, I'm starting to see the same people over and over again. I'm starting to recognize them, and they're recognizing me. But I can assure you, in the very beginning of those days, some of them looked at me rather suspiciously when I was waving and smiling and just acknowledging their presence. I think that in person there are certain ways as well. you probably already done some of these, but it bears reminding that there are so many opportunities to lift someone else's spirits by the actions that we take that cost us so little time and money. Sending a handwritten note to somebody. Recently, I was invited to a neighbor's for a glass of wine on their balcony. I'm new in this building, and I don't know a lot of people here yet coming out of COVID restrictions. We really all kept to ourselves. But it was such a lovely evening to be acknowledged. They lifted me. They lifted my spirits and made me feel warm and welcomed. So I wrote to them a handwritten thank you note the next morning and slipped it under their door just to acknowledge how much it meant to me to have that personal connection. So I think if you can do that, if you have the opportunity, why not? It doesn't have to be an expensive thing. It can just be a plain piece of paper or it can be a dollar store card, a note card. Making the effort is of great value. Mail a card or a letter on non-recognized occasions. So yes, many of us will still send out birthday cards or at least hand-deliver birthday cards or Christmas cards. But what about the impact and the surprise, the joy, that you can bring to somebody on a completely random date or for a completely random reason where they go to their mailbox and instead of finding junk mail or a bill or a jury duty summons, they find a lovely surprising card. 
Maybe it's something that's funny, or maybe it's something that's inspirational. Whatever it is, do it. You can buy somebody a cup of coffee and deliver it to their office or their door. Or as we hear from time to time, these warm stories, buy a cup of coffee or some fast food for the person in line behind you at the drive-thru. All different ways to surprise, delight, and lift the spirits of somebody else at the grocery store or any other facility where you're lining up, queuing up for your turn to check out at the register. Be aware of who's around you and who may have just a few items, or even if they don't. If you don't have a deadline, welcome them to go ahead of you. Encourage them to feel special and have them know that you're doing this for no other reward or acknowledgement, simply because you can. You could buy a movie ticket for the person in the line behind you at the movie theater if you're back out doing that. Things as simple as stopping at a lemonade stand when you see kids out doing that, because I think they're starting to do it now again, or selling Girl Guide cookies or whatever it is. Whether you want the cookies or the lemonade or not, make a donation. Show them that you appreciate their entrepreneurship and their ingenuity. Maybe they are fundraising so that they can lift as they climb. Do a favor, surprise a neighbor, bring in their trash cans, mow their lawn, shovel their walk or driveway. Something that you can do not with commitment, but with giving sense. Bring some flowers to somebody who's shut in, perhaps not getting enough visitors, or drop by a residence where the seniors are not getting enough visitors and just randomly bring a bouquet or a potted plant and leave it with a note for whoever needs this today. Compliments definitely are something that I think we all can practice at receiving gracefully and giving more frequently and more generously. When you meet someone, look sincerely at them and compliment them on something that you do really like. Don't be fake. Don't say, I love that dress when it's something you think should be burnt. There's always something positive that you can say to lift someone else's spirit. Perhaps you tip a little extra at a restaurant or when you stop and buy a coffee or any other quick in-and-out facility where normally tips aren't included or considered. One of the things that makes me very happy every day is when I walk past this particular part of my route, someone has painted uplifting messages on rocks, hand-painted bright orange, and they have inscripted a message on them. Even if it's a happy face, paint some rocks, spread them around where people will be delighted to find them. Invariably, the message on them just happens to be the perfect encouragement that they needed. I've also noticed a number of people who are very thoughtfully filling bowls of fresh water for dog walkers with lovely encouraging signs that say, refresh your dog. The water has changed every day. For me, it's a sense of camaraderie, community for everyone together to care. 
Maybe these people don't have a dog. Maybe they do. But they're extending friendship to the people going by their home. I think that together we could come up with hundreds and hundreds of small gestures, acts of kindness that we could cycle through every day and create a wave of greater joy and happiness together. I invite you to think about that. Think about the surprises that you have received that made you feel better, that lifted you up, and thereby feeling elevated. You've gone about your day doing things for other people too. Share in the comments your ideas so that we can all spread this around the world together and lift as we climb together. Be the one who makes a positive difference in someone else's day. Every day that you can, lift as you climb. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media with friends and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, The Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember, your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.